0: This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Thanks to Dana-Farber's foundational work, protein degradation can target and destroy cancer-causing proteins right inside the cell. It's how Dana-Farber is working to treat previously untreatable cancers. Learn more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. With vaccinations, boosters and drugs, COVID is fortunately a far less deadly risk to most Americans today than it was earlier. But COVID still presents numerous problems, particularly for some of the most vulnerable Americans. The latest variants of the virus now account for more than half of all new infections in the U.S. And more than 300 people across the country are dying every day from COVID, on average. Moreover, researchers are still trying to understand the risk of getting long COVID from an infection. There are questions, too, about the Biden administration's approach to all of this. And for that and more, we turn to Dr. Ashish Jha, the White House COVID response coordinator. Dr. Jha, Welcome back to the news hour. You know, it almost seems that COVID has become background noise uh, for so many if not most Americans. It's clearly not that for you though. Give us a sense of where this country stands right now uh, in grappling with COVID.
1: Yes. So, Judy, thanks for having me back. I mean, I totally understand why many people it's faded a bit into the background. We have been in an emergency mode for two years. Uh, But the good news and the way we look at it here is that obviously we are in a much better place than where we were a year and a half ago when this president took office. Uh, We have built up uh, a great supply of vaccines and we have treatments and diagnostic tests. But the pandemic isn't over for many of the reasons you laid out. 300 Americans dying every day—it's equivalent of 100,000 deaths a year. That's an enormous toll. Hundreds of thousands of Americans are getting infected every day, and then we're seeing these new subvariants. Uh, so we have got to keep up the work to make sure that we keep infections down, hospitalizations and deaths down.
0: Well, given the large number of subvariants that we are reading about, how 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 well? Protected our Americans right now in terms of vaccine and boosters.
1: Yeah, it's a fantastic question. You know, each new subvariant, the reason these subvariants become dominant is that they're able to uh, do a good job of escaping more and more of our immunity. We have built up an immunity wall in our country, uh, largely through vaccinations and boosting, but also through prior infections. Uh, and the good news is that. The vaccines and boosting are preventing serious illness and death. And we can see that in the numbers, hundreds of thousands of infections, but deaths are still low. That said, uh, we still have to keep going here at, at you know, the helping more Americans get vaccinated and boosted. Uh, a large proportion of Americans have not gotten their booster yet. And, the, and, and you know, because of these new subvariants, we still have to keep going in terms of developing new vaccines and making sure that Americans' immunity are keeping up with the virus that's evolving.
0: Well, is the guidance now, Dr. Jha, that that Americans, all Americans are going to need a booster, another booster this fall?
1: That's a great question. We're going to have to see. I mean, again, always guided by evidence on these things and guided by the FDA's direction. Uh, We should have a new vaccine, uh, the first new vaccine really since the beginning of this pandemic, uh, what should be a B5 uh, bivalent vaccine sometime in October or November. Uh, And then, depending on how many vaccine doses we're able to acquire, uh, and based on FDA and CDC guidance, we're going to probably want to make sure that certainly all high-risk Americans get it, whether all Americans are able to get it. uh, We'll have to see what the data shows and how much vaccines we're able to buy.
0: The other thing we are reading is that these sub variants are evolving so quickly into so many different forms that the vaccination manufacturing or the vaccine manufacturing companies are having a hard time keeping up with that. Can you give us an understanding of, of where that stands?
1: Yeah, this is a challenge. I mean, the truth is that this virus is evolving quickly. Now, the good news is the mRNA platform uh, that is, you know, the underlies Moderna and Pfizer vaccines can be uh, retooled very quickly. Um, But ultimately, Judy, while we can make changes and try to keep up with the virus, the long-term victory against this virus is about building vaccines that are resistant to variants. That science is coming along. Uh, we're tracking that closely, doing everything we can to accelerate that. Uh, that's the long game. In the short to medium term, we've got to keep updating the vaccines and do our best to keep up with the
0: virus. We noticed, uh, Dr. Zha, you said in, the, in recent days that because Congress has not voted sufficient additional funding, there's not going to be enough money to provide sufficient vaccines uh, for the rest of this year. Uh, is that still the case?
1: Yeah, you know, we have we have taken money from other critical programs to make sure we have enough resources to buy at least some vaccines. I am confident we'll have enough vaccines for all high-risk individuals. I want to make sure we have enough vaccines for every American who wants one. Uh, we do not have the resources for that, and we have, you know, as I said, we've taken away from testing, we've taken away from domestic manufacturing, uh, but but there's not much, many other places we can go looking for dollars, and this is where we really a place where we really do need Congress to step up and make sure that every American who wants a vaccine can get one this fall. That's going to be very hard to achieve unless Congress acts.
0: Dr. Zhao, I'm sure you're aware there's been criticism of the administration. I want to quote just quickly from a piece in The Atlantic uh, just within the last couple of weeks. It said that, I'm quoting, almost all government efforts, it said, to curtail the coronavirus have evaporated. It went on to describe the Biden administration as having turned main responsibility for fighting the virus over to individuals, um, suggesting that the White House thinks this could be a political drag this fall, the midterm elections.
1: Well, that is certainly not the way I look at it. As a public health person, it's very clear to me uh, that the role of the government is to make sure that the capabilities that we have developed, uh, vaccines, treatments, diagnostic tests, are widely available to Americans. Uh, Our job also in government is to provide guidance. I've been very clear uh, that testing is a really important way to control uh, spread, as is masking in crowded indoor spaces, particularly in areas of high transmission. Um, You know, so we have been doing, I think, everything we can to both curtail transmission, infection, as well as obviously preventing serious illness and death. Um, Obviously, public health has always been a partnership between both federal and state and local officials. Uh, And individual policies around mask mandates are, are ones that local officials make. But from a federal side, we are very, very focused on continuing to fight against this virus.
0: Last question, Dr. Jha, is about monkeypox. Uh, we know there are rising numbers of cases uh, around the United States. The concern and the criticism has been that there's not enough testing, not enough vaccines that are going, that are going and available to the communities that are most vulnerable. How do you respond to that?
1: Yes, yeah, so I remind people of a couple of things, Judy. First of all, monkeypox is very different than COVID, what we've just been talking about. Uh, this is a virus that we've known about for 50 years. We do have treatments, vaccines, and diagnostic tests. And we are one of the few countries that's really built up a stockpile of vaccines uh, for monkeypox, actually it's largely built up for smallpox, but the vaccine also works against monkeypox. Um, right now, we just announced another 140,000 doses out to localities. Uh, today, we're going to see in the days and weeks ahead, tens, if not hundreds of thousands more doses going out. Uh, we're working with the manufacturer to maximize supply uh, and getting more vaccines here than anywhere else in the world. So, we are very focused. And also, by the way, working with the communities that are most affected, the, uh, the uh, gay and lesbian community, where a lot of this virus has been spreading. Uh, but we are going to stay very focused on ensuring uh, that that community gets prioritized and gets vaccines and that every American who wants one and needs one is able to get both testing and vaccines.
0: Dr. Ashish Jha, who is the White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator. Dr. Jha, thank you very much.
1: Thank you.